It is July 24th. 24th. <laughs> <laughs> July 24th, 2019. Welcome to Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. Uh, well, what a week. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. No humidity. Finally. Fantastic. Um, what a miserable weekend that was. Sorry for this opening. That was pretty shitty. It's whatever. Guys, it is July 24th, 2019. Welcome to Mass, the Mike and A-Rod Sports Show. Uh, we, just in case you didn't hear it the first just time. Just in case you... <laughs> I just wanted to redo that. That was honestly... It was pretty pathetic on my... I wasn't wasn't ready. I don't know. Maybe it's just... I didn't drink enough Red Bull. I don't it's a great know. start. Great start. Guys, it is July 24th. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Um, so, uh, yeah, we had a good week. Um, last week... We talked about some MLB rumors. We talked about a little bit of NFL, but we talked a lot about the WWE. Uh, WWE had their reunion, which is cool. So uh, we'll talk a little about that this week. Um, but first, I, I I had a pretty interesting week myself. I had my comedy show on Friday. How'd that go? It was it was good. the The show was good. The comics were good. Um, How were you? I was fine. No, my my I I got a lot. I got good? laughs. Okay, good. But. Uh, it was the venue was it was a smaller venue and it was a bar and there was no cover charge so everyone was kind of there for the bar and they're like oh comedy show wow uh, kind of like a coincidence thing there was a lot of people there though that's good but the problem was everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up hmm. so you couldn't really hear the show but the people that were listening enjoyed it well, I think good. it was it was a good good overall show so um, but I was at the Mets game last night which was awesome. Uh, I'd rather go to Mets game than a Yankee game because City Field is so much nicer. Gorgeous compared to the mall in the Bronx. It's what it. It's a glorified mall, Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Um, it was nice out. I mean, it was rainy, but it wasn't like muggy, and it didn't rain hard. No. But it was. It was. I I sat. It. <laughs> what was funny about it was, um, it was the first time, uh, that Crystal and I sat with the Seven Line Army. How was it? And it was in it was intense because they are diehards. And when I'm talking diehards, I'm talking like the people that we were sitting with were just trash talking the Mets the whole time. Like they were, <laughs> you know, that you know they were good fans when they were just sitting there going off oh, fucking Gazelman, fucking. So it's like sitting next to me in any sporting event. Yeah, I mean they were they were skeptics they were skeptics about everything, but they cheered for literally everything. Well, and yeah. it was it was it was it was just the bot. It was just. It was good to sit with something like that, you know, because they were such a raucous crowd, and it was rainy and kind of gross out, but they were still into it. You know, it was it was really cool. It was fun. One of the things that happened, though, was that because we had those tickets from a season ticket holder who was not here, so he gifted those tickets to us, uh, to me, to me and Crystal. So we are not used to sitting in that section, but there was a bunch you can buy tickets for it to sit there right so like this group of guys and i'm, I'm talking like like they were like like you <laughs> like silver spoon white guys okay who wore who wear dockers and bunch loafers chads and brads <laughs> bunch of chads and brads yeah and kyles and shit um they weren't even wearing any sports stuff. They were they were wearing like button ups and like and the like the that, the, oh, the khakis. My dad's paying for this. My dad right, paying right. for that. Right, right. Typical like there was like a group of them, like four or five of them sitting in the section like below us. Douchebags. And there was there was an instance where um they were doing the t-shirt toss into the into the crowd and one of the guys 
caught the t-shirt and then threw it onto the field. Why? I don't know. Again, he was like clapping for like the Padres and all that. And he caught it and everyone was like kind of cheering and stuff and then he just fucking chucked it onto the field into center field. And he just got wrecked no. by the fans, bro. I can only imagine. We destroyed him after that. Booze. Chant we were chanting check their tickets. It was it was <laughs> it was a shit show, man. And um it was I have to shout out uh the center the center fielder cuz he that happened during it was after the Mets were on the field, so they were coming up to bat. So the Padres were coming onto the field and the, I got to give it up to the Padres center fielder. I had no idea who he was. Margo? Mhm. Something like that, right? I got to I got to give it out to him because uh he we were we were yelling at him to like grab the shirt because no one went out there to grab it, and to grab the shirt, and do whatever with you know just get it out of the field. Like yeah. they were like legit worried that we didn't want anyone to trip on it. Whatever. Yeah, you don't want get somebody injured. Right. He picked up the shirt in the field and tossed it into the crowd. Like he kind of like gave it back to like the crowd, which was pretty cool. That that's a pretty cool. I have to give it out to him. That was. I mean, it's not his home crowd and stuff and. We were trash talking him because we were right there, you know. Of course, we're gonna trash talk. He didn't have to do that. Like no. that was that was really nice of him. To, so we did. So we didn't like tra- We didn't rag on him after that. That was kind of a respect. It was a respect move. But that guy throwing it back, douchebag. Hey, bro, check this out, man. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid ass. He was getting wrecked, and then he got up. I think it was like an inning later that happened. He got up to and he left. And everyone, everyone in the section was just Boom. waving goodbye. Oh, I was you saying, know. uh, no, 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 goodbye. <laughs> oh, no, no, it was, it was, was fucking, he got ragged on, bro. I'm surprised no one, like, and he, people were, like, yelling at him, and he he was yelling back, like, you can't touch me, you know who my daddy is, no, you know? one of those. Fucking, Ugh, prep, you know, the, people. Yeah, people. the preppy silver spoon kids, you know? Yep. The, the kids who don't understand the value of a dollar. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was it was pretty interesting. You know, that was pretty. It was a pretty good crowd. It was a great game. You know, you know, uh, Cano hit his first three run home run, a three run home run game. It's his first home run in City Field in like three months. I know, and he hit three of them, which was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was a good game. I had a, I had a blast. You know, I was completely sober. Well, you had to drive home. Yeah. Crystal could have drove. Nah. No, no. <laughs> um, but but it, yeah, it was it was a good time. I had a blast. So um, that was my week. Well, I survived the weekend and the blazing heat on Saturday. Oh, it was brutal. Sad. I was outside uh, Saturday too. Yeah, no, brutal. They say if it's ninety five, ninety six, anywhere from that outside inside the truck, it's like 120, 130 degrees. Now it's busy yeah, Saturday. I can imagine. I think I must drink like at least a gallon of water. I had a bandana that was dripping sweat. I poured <laughs> water on myself. I had a, a towel that was sitting in ice. I freaking cooled myself off. It was just brutal. It was so fucking hot. It just makes it harder to focus on your job too. It really does. I would think you know because I I was working Saturday too. I was outside working the camera, and they actually where I work I work at a racetrack, and they actually pushed back they pushed back the races an extra hour. But even still, I was the first maybe three races we were in the sun, and that was bl- it was disgusting. Yeah, it was brutal. So I, I, yeah, 
I can't imagine work Sweat. during the day. I can't like was, midday. My oh, God, I can't like 12 imagine. Twelve o'clock. No, I wanted to just freaking drive this thing into like a river. <laughs> At least to cool the truck off, you know. But like, and there's no AC in the truck, and I, the truck I was driving didn't have a fan, so I was literally just sitting in a fucking hot box. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking awful. Good lord. Yeah, I think I could have lost like. I don't even know. I think I probably lost like 10 pounds just sweat. Because everything I drank just literally just sweated out of me. Yeah, I, I can't I can't imagine that because you're walking around too. Like you're getting in and out of that truck and like yep. delivering stuff, picking stuff up. I'm st- I, I stood in one I stood in one spot working a camera and even I was like drenched. I, have a I couldn't even do it. I have it. a wash tan line for being outside. <laughs> just for that one day. It was like, yeah. oh my god. Ooh. That's brutal, man. I can't. I, I can't imagine something like that, bro. No. No. Well, uh, anyway, so we have uh, an awesome show for you guys this week. Um, a few, we have a few fan questions to get to. We have, um, I'm gonna, we're, we have some MLB trade updates. Uh, we also have some NFL news. Um, and this week, uh, this week's segment is interesting. I stumbled upon it yesterday. Um, I searched online for uh, uh, WWE uh, the WWE um, stuff to talk about when I was doing my research, and this thing popped up about uh, there's twenty there's a twenty questions that WWE fans should answer, and I'm curious. So, uh, our, we're going to talk about the reunion and stuff and what we thought, but we're also going to discuss. Uh, we're going to ask each other some uh, the twenty questions just to see. Uh, I mean, they're they're interesting questions, so. Uh, that'll be that'll be the segment of the day, and then um, we'll get to yeah we'll get to the fan stuff. Guilty or not guilty? We're yep. good to go, man. That's, that's about it. First things first. Manny Machado is batting two sixty six. I told you two sixty was a good number. It was a great fucking number, man. You wouldn't think that either. It's a nail biter. <laughs> yeah, it really I, is. It, it's, it is. It's a nail. And, and you know what? My beard is so big and lush right now. I just shaved my now. Mouth. I'm scared. Because he's creeping down now, and we're past the at least point, so uh, whatever happens, happens. But, I mean, I watched the Mets play the Padres last night, and he came into the game 268, and then went he, went, for two. he went 0 for 2 and dropped I was, I was two points. I was hoping 0 for 4, stupid two walks. Yeah, I got two walks. I mean, whatever. Um, so, I, every time, like, I didn't want, because where I was sitting, I was sitting with 7-Line Army. Every time Machado came up to the plate, I kind of had, like, like a... Yeah, go, Manny. You know, kind of like, <laughs> like really quiet. Like, come on, Manny, get a hit. You know, and uh, it just didn't didn't happen. Just but. cheering in your head. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get like. But I, I was wearing Mets stuff, so it would just look weird anyway. So yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, his batting average is two sixty six. Yeah, two sixty was was spot on, fucking accurate for this bet, man. Sweating. Sweating. Yeah, nail biter. Um, some updates. Uh, well, before before we get in, before we get into baseball, um, all this stuff is brought to you by. There's always room for dessert. It is a fast growing. Uh, it's already grown pretty much. Uh, uh, dessert business run by Crystal Flynn. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. She is constantly posting. Uh, everything that she makes and everything, um, like future ideas that she has, she's got a lot going on. Um, she wanted me to formally apologize to you about the orange creamsicle cupcakes. I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, 
Um, she she uh, did not get a chance to make you any, but she does owe you some cupcakes, bro. So she'll make you some. She promises. Good. Uh, yeah, so check her out. She does full wet, uh, full spreads, full table spreads for any event that you need, in, including weddings, birthdays, uh, any mitzvahs, um, and, uh, you know, gender reveals. What else? Sweet 16s. Anything. Quinceañeras. You know, yeah. anything. Um, <clears throat> she does individual stuff too, like cupcakes, cake, all that good stuff. So check her out. Uh, she is on Instagram and Facebook at There's Always Room for Dessert NY. She'll hook you up, man. Give you good shit. Um, the Rangers, New York Rangers, finally got the Truba signing done. Seven years, About which time. again is a is a is a is a is a continually. Uh, is a continual number we keep seeing with these NHL signings is seven years. Yeah, it's starting to seem pretty standard, but again, it's such a it's a long time. You know, it is that's a long time. You know, that's nothing to blink yeah. at. And I'm saying no one's really guaranteed to play that long either. So yeah, but the, but the thing is, like Truba, he's like he's like he's young. He's what is he twenty? Was he twenty three or some shit? Like it's it's not a bad number for a kid his age. You know what I'm saying? So. We'll see what happens, but they did get the seven-year deal done, but there's still no news on Kreider. So he's I'm a, not he's sure. He's eventually going to get traded. Just don't know where. I mean, they have they need they need some type of cap space, right? If yeah. they're if they're they did a great job rebuilding with Truba and and Panarin and all those guys and Fox and stuff like that, but there's still no question on if they're going to keep rebuilding. How are they going to keep rebuilding if they don't have the cap space and they still have these guys on single on on single contract years coming up, like Kreider, like Shattenkirk, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's ship them. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm just glad they got the Truba deal done. You know the trade was big, the deal was even bigger. So that and Kako. Yes. Yep. Two big deals. Yep. That's all, yeah. Only two we really needed. Yeah, Truba, Kako, Panarin, I mean, those moves alone. Plus, I, I like this guy Fox, this defenseman Fox. He's 21 years old. He's a great prospect. Mm-hmm. From Harvard. Yep, give him a couple years, man. That, he's going to be fine. He's going to be good. And I think that's a good, you know, with Truba and Fox eventually, that'll that'll give good reason to kind of give Shat and say, hey, listen, uh, Kevin, uh, maybe it's time to move on here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, get the getting, fuck out. <laughs> getting pushed out a little bit from these young skaters, so. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Um, that's all I got for hockey. Well, that's talking hockey. All right. <laughs> uh, updated MLB trade rumors. Uh, so, some new shit is going on. The Giants are red fucking hot. So why would you want? Why would they want to trade Bumgarner then? That's what they're saying now. Now the new consensus is instead of instead of Mad Bum and all those guys, instead of instead of being sellers. Now with the red hot, with now that they're so hot, uh, it's it would kind of make sense to kind of keep the players and kind of go for it, and kind of go after the off season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So well, right Jesus now, Christ. So they've won three. So they won fourteen and two the last sixteen games. That's insane. Yeah, they're they're dummy hot right now. So probably more than that. Probably nineteen and two. Yeah, if, yeah. If you if you go back further, you'd probably you'll probably they've lost twice in the entire month of July. 
That's crazy. So that, that's what I'm saying. If they're they're so red hot right now, I mean, why? How are you gonna break that up? I think that would, that would put San Francisco in a frenzy. So well, three times, sorry, three times in July. Um. So yeah, so that that's an update with that. Uh, I, I now now I don't see them making moves at the at the deadline. But again, the deadline's it's like it's. Well, you got to think they're playing for a wild card wild card spot because no one's catching the fucking Dodgers. No, no one's division. no one's catching the Dodgers. Dodgers, the Dodgers are, are disgusting. One games over five hundred. They're sixty-seven and thirty-six. Yeah. So that yeah, there's and no and second fourteen and a half behind. Unless we see some crazy collapse, it's going to be the Dodgers running away. But I think I mean that's probably the only factor that the Giants could even consider moving players is because the Dodgers just have it. You know what I'm saying? The closest, the tough, toughest division is the NL Central: the Cubs leading the Cardinals by half a game and the Brewers by two games. Bless you, Nala. Bless you, Nala. Everything else is five games, six games, seven games, 14, 13. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's a lot of one-sided. Like Seattle Mariners were fucking first place first 30 games. <laughs> and now we're Bless 25 you. games out of first. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's ridiculous. And the Yankees. Look at the fucking Yankees. 65 and 35. Right. With the, some ridiculous team. With all kinds of injuries, too. It boggles my mind. I've never seen a team so injured, yet so good yeah. at the same time. Like I think Didi last night went like four for five, whatever, with seven RBIs. Damn, man. I mean, that that's the thing. With that, that lineup so well-rounded, the pitching staff is, is okay. You know, they're doing they, their they job. Need, they need pitching. They keep getting all this hitting. They need pitching. Well, the lineup is scoring runs for them. That's what it is. And uh, they're doing a great job of it. If it's not one person, someone else will pick up the slack in that lineup. That's just how they're built. You know what I'm saying? So if, do you think they trade Chapman at the deadline? Well, well, Chapman's opting out, which is a clear indication that he's done in New York. Yeah. Like, he's, like I think he's mentally done in New York. I think I would just trade him. Trade him again. Like you, have a, did, you have like a good uh, like what three years ago, two years ago, when the Cubs won the World Series, they traded him to Chicago. Right. Yeah. And they won the World Series, and he came back to New York. We have Ottavino, who's on unsto- who He's seems who seems unstoppable, and you, with that backup, you, you would get a lot for Chapman. Absolutely. Regardless of him having two years left on the contract, you would you would get so much in return for him. And the weird thing about it is that the Yankees they don't really need a lot in return. Like that would be over the top if that ha- if that if that trade happened. But Chapman o- opting out, I mean, that he's clearly on the block now. He has to be, right? Yeah. So uh, we might see some serious sparks here from from the Yankees with Chapman. So. Well, they have, they said the top ten, top fifty players to be traded. Number one, top of the list, Noah Syndergaard. Okay. Possible fits: Padres, Astros, and. Uh, Tampa. I would love to see him on the Astros. I said that last week. Number two, we said we said his name too last week. Marcus Stroman. Yeah. Fitz Astros. The Padres. Padres or Yankees. Pa- I actually have Stroman. Um, it didn't change from last week. The Padres are still the front runner for Marcus Stroman. Number three, Whit Merrifield. Mm-hmm. Cubs, and pretty much any other contender. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cubs, and then everyone else. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four is Bumgarner. 
Now, see, uh, how long was that written? Because this was... I can tell you. July... Yesterday, at 10.50 in the morning. So, and they're still saying Bumgarner's going to get traded. Well... So the Yankees, Brewers, or Twins? Well, the like I said, the only reason why I see the Giants trading Bumgarner is because the Dodgers have that division pretty much locked up. So, I mean, they're red hot, but how long does that last usually, you know? Yeah, so they, they, have, they might still go along with their plans, but at the same time, they're, now there's less of a chance. They have, uh, but if, Zach, he does get, if he does get traded, it'll Zach most likely Wheeler's be the Braves. With Astros, Rays, and Yankees. Now I have Zach Wheeler on here. Now Zach Wheeler, uh, he didn't come back originally scheduled, but now he's gonna, he's coming back to, he's making a start on Friday, and that will be most likely his last start as a Met. Yes. Um, but because of the injury, there, this start's pretty much just going to show people that he's healthy. If yeah. he's not, then... They're most likely going to look for contract renewals at the end of the season and keep Zach Wheeler. You know, but most likely this Friday could be his last start as a Met. So I do see Zach Wheeler being traded. No, he's definitely being traded. The Noah Syndergaard thing, I expect too, so. Robbie Ray's on here. Okay. Yankees. I feel like it's just three teams Yankees, Astros, or Padres. Yeah. Or the, or the Rays. Like, it's like any four top contenders. We're trying to make it like a race. So. I'm sure the Braves are on there. I'm seeing. I'm in top. I, don't, I mean, the Braves are pretty well stacked already. Especially if, if they do end up landing Baumgartner. Then yeah. I, I think that might be the one and only move. Braves. Ken Giles. Closer. Yeah. But that's about it. Um, now there's also, there's also stuff out here that the Mets, which I think would be a fine move if the Mets got rid of Todd Frazier, who's on the last year of his contract. It would make, uh, um, an interesting case. Cleveland Rangers or, and pretty much any contender. For Frazier. Todd Frazier. (laughs) Um, the Cubs are on there too. And I think the Cubs would be a good fit because Todd Frazier can play. Ian Happ. Yep. They trade for both of them. Todd Frazier could play. First base, if you want to give Rizzo a day off. Or he can play third base and move Chris Bryant into the outfield. There's a lot of different ways. Todd Frazier would be a good piece. Because he's hitting well for he his is. age. And there's not, a lot of, there's not a lot of setback for him to have him on your roster. Money-wise. Yeah. And you also so. have your buddy, Jason Vargas. Yeah. Sure. Astros or any other contender. But he's hard. He's older, but he's pitching well. He pitched six innings, six shutout innings yesterday, and only gave up one hit. And Mickey still took him out of the game. Well, it's every upsetting. squirrel finds a nut sometime. Was, he pitched. He pitched one hell of a game yesterday, considering he only pitched six innings. But and then look what happened: the Mets bullpen came in and almost blew it. So that's what the Mets do. So yeah, typical Mets, typical Mets fashion. So it's going to be interesting to see because there's a lot of different rumors out there, and it keeps changing. I'm in, I'm I'm starting to really get interested into this Madison Bumgarner thing with the Giants because I don't know what they I don't know what they're going to do, how they're going to head into it. Are they still going to keep on the track even though they're red hot, or are they still gonna or are they going to think you know what we have a shot? Maybe not at the division, but the wild card. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. The yeah. wild wild card spots that, are you tough. You think that decision can either make you or break you? 
And it, it's, it all comes down to the general manager. I mean, I don't even know who the guy is, but that's a, I think he's got the hottest seat right now. Because you got a really hot team with the trade deadline days away. What are you going to do? Who knows? So, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But the trade deadline does land on our show next week. So we have some hot takes coming at you. It's going to be fucking brutal next week, so. Um, so, moving on, I got some NFL stuff, but first, let's talk about some candles, man. Yes. We got some Burning Arrow Designs owned by Lindsay Knapp. Great 100% all-natural soy candles that cannot be beaten. They smell great, make a room smell great, bathroom, anywhere. She does big candles, small candles, party favors. She does some, she just did, uh... Some candles for bridesmaids, weddings, anything you need, she can do it. Some great scents like lavender vanilla, cappuccino espresso, birthday cake, blueberry cobbler, anything. And Mike's favorite, you know, some pumpkin spice latte. Yes, bitch. So yes. look her up on Facebook, Instagram, Burning Hour Designs, or Lindsay Knapp. Go to Etsy.com slash shop slash Burning Hour Designs. Buy $40 or more. Enter promo code Mass Podcast. You get ten percent off your order. So it's good. It's a good deal. It's a very good deal. How's your candle? That crystal butt. What you got? It's for uh, it's done. We we burned it all out. We loved it. Good. We loved it. It was it. It literally the whole apartment just smelled great. Good. Yeah. It, see, that, see, it just can't be beat. Or, yeah, and they're not. They're not. They're not bulky candles. They're no. nice. They're smart looking. The labels are gorgeous. It's a custom you know? labels. You put anything you want on it. Say, hey, fuck you, light me. Or <laughs> it's like she did for the bridesmaid. She pretty pretty much uh, put the definition of a bridesmaid on it for the bridesmaid. What? Which is what? I have no fucking clue. Oh, okay. I just saw it. So. Fair enough. But yeah, look her up. Burning Hour Designs or Lindsay Knapp. Yeah, we loved it. I can definitely vouch for that. I can't. Va- <laughs> Sorry, I can't vouch for some you know orange cream skull cupcakes though. Oh come on! <laughs> she said she was sorry. Yeah, I know. Let's let 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 let's let's move on. Let's let yes, that go. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, real quick before I get to the NFL, congratulations to Hussein and San for winning the World Series of Poker. I don't know who the fuck you are. How much did he win? Ten million dollars. All right. Second place got six million. Third place, you're fired. No, I'm sorry. I think third place got a cool mill. No, it was a cool like movie. I don't Wait, remember. It's uh, what, what were you doing? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Oh. Third place oh. is, you're fired. <laughs> oh, shit. I have it open right here. Good job, um, dummy. I'm in such an asshole. So, Hossein and San, $10 million. Dario San Martino got six. Alex Livingston got $4 million. Okay, so everyone on the final table got at least a million dollars. Ninth place got a million, and then so on and so forth. Um, All right, I'll take a cool mill. I don't recognize any of the names. Dario San Martino sounds familiar. I think I've seen him play before, but I'm such an ass. I had it open my open on my phone on the table. What an idiot. Fucking moron. Um, yeah, so congrats to him winning the World Series of Poker. That's pretty cool, man. I don't know who you are, so I don't give a fuck. But and that's talking poker. And that's poker. I haven't, I haven't played poker in weeks, bro. I'm itching. I was talking to Lindsay. I was like, we should have like a, a poker night one day. Yeah. Can reply. Not a big deal. You know, it's you know, it's Crystal's mom just got a like 
a poker table from someone was throwing it away in Florida, so she got it for free. And I nice. saw this table, and it is in pretty nice. good shape. And it's like, and when she said I got a poker table, I was I was kind of like that someone was throwing away too. Yeah. I was kind of expecting like the, maybe the like a fold out ones, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the, you know, with like the fake felt. No, this thing is like it's the round oval one. Like yeah, it's it? it's a big oval one. I mean the base the base needs a little work, but it's like pure wood. Like it's a good table, and it has a it has a it has a blackjack a blackjack top you can put on it too. Okay, so it's it's really cool table. So I don't know what she's doing with it, but so we're playing poker. I want I I want to th- I want to throw something together. I think we should do a mass poker game. We could try. Let's just. Down the road, yeah. Let's just... That's a, that's a lot of work. Right now, we're focusing more on fantasy football, yeah, and suicide pool and stuff. Which, by the way, you Fo- need to contact us yes. and get in on this. Forty three days till football starts. Next week starts training camp. Why didn't James put, put Troy Palomalo? Palomalo on there? That makes no sense. I I saw it this morning. I was like, when it was it's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, he just wanted to be off the cuff. Why but... not put like the one of the best Steelers ever? Whatever. It's cool. Okay. Way to go, James. Hope you're listening. <laughs> you know he is. Yeah, I know. One of his one of the questions is from him today, so. Um Okay, so moving on. So the Green Bay Packers released Pro Bowler defensive lineman Mike, Mike Daniels. Daniels. Um where is he going? The Browns are interested. The Browns are interested. So is uh Baltimore, the Colts, and the Patriots. If I was him, I would go to New England, of course, because you want to get the ring. There's a high probability. Yeah. I don't. I don't think the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl this year. Coming up, that's just me. Guaran- that's just me personally. Guaranteed but winning the division and at least a bye in the first round. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, they're without Gronk. They have the second easiest schedule. It doesn't mean shit. They play in the AFC East. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's. Easily six and zero oh in the division. Okay, okay five and one because they always lose in Miami. Okay, always. They always have at least one Miami debacle, like the Mi- miracle Miami last year. Yeah, the Miami miracle last year was insane. I loved it. I I just I don't I don't think they're going to be winners, but that would be well, where I would go because that is the season own one. So what does it matter? With the with the list I'm seeing of his possible places to go, and New England seems to be the front runner in terms of, you know, contendership. So. I mean, as much as I hate New England, that's where I would go. I mean, Cleveland wouldn't be a bad spot either because they're up and coming. So, I mean, he could be a cornerstone there, but you never know. I would not go to Baltimore or Indianapolis. But um, the 49ers came out saying that they're Super Bowl or bust. It's like that. I like that. I like I like that because they're not... I mean, they they could be good for the next few years, but I don't know what their contract situations are, in terms of like what key players are in what years, you know. Yeah. But uh, they have a capability of of winning. I don't know what their defense isn't that stacked, but their offense is pretty good. And I've been saying it. Any anyone anyone on that San Francisco offense is a sleeper pick. Every single one on that offense. So. So I figure who the wide receivers are. But I think, you know, Jimmy G came up with Tom Brady, and Tom Brady spreads the ball like a motherfucker, so... George Kittle is the man to go to. I'm telling you, George Kittle, strong year, hopefully. 
as long as just as long as uh, Garoppolo stays healthy, I can see the 49ers being contenders, man. I wouldn't hold it past them. But uh, Super Bowl? Mm. They're untested. Mm. It's an untested team, so... Yeah, you still got you still got the Saints out for blood. Yeah, the, N- the NFC's tough. The NFC's going to be tough regardless. So the, hope maybe the Falcons this year. Seattle could be good. So got the Rams. Yeah. It's nobody, the, N- the NFC is Yeah, nobody in the NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the NFC East though, uh Jason Garrett, the biggest clown on planet. Yes. Um is anticipating Zeke to make it to camp, regardless of all these rumors of a holdout. I would go to... I mean... I don't know. Well, he's, say, he's saying that he anticipates Zeke to travel with them to California. For... for, for And that's, it's on Thursday, so we'll see what happens, but... Um, now, are they doing this year, like, the combined camps, like, to, like, two different teams? Because... They usually do, I mean... usually always a fucking brawl somewhere. They they usually do. Oh, just like the freaking Texans and the um, what was it? Uh, Titans? No, somebody. Last year, I think it was the Cowboys and Cowboys and somebody it was last De- year. It was DeAndre Hopkins and someone a couple of years ago. DeAndre Hopkins and I want to say McCordy. I don't remember one of. The, I don't remember, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, they're going to California for camp. I'm pretty sure it's for. Uh, mixed camp, and if it's the Cowboys, I mean, some of those players on there, bro, someone's gonna get hit. Last year you had the Redskins and the Jets. Mm-hmm. I think you had. I'll tell you right now. The Rams Chargers, twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm looking this up. That would have been a good camp to go and watch Rams Chargers. Yeah, Battle of L.A. Yeah, man. So. Uh, and that was in 2017. That was that was around the time where the Rams were fresh off, you know, fresh into California. So, could have been heated. Hmm. So, I don't know. I'm trying to look. I just remember watching a video of DeAndre Hopkins, and he, like, dropped a pass or something. Oh, it's right, it's right here. It's just a picture. It's the Redskins. The Reds. Uh, so, it must have been, like... Somebody. Yeah, because you see the picture right here. Yeah, that's Bigger, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's the one. Yeah, going after each other. Why does it feel like it's always the Redskins <laughs> or some team from the NFC East? Because it's the fucking NFC East, which is why you know hearing that the Cowboys are going to California for camp. I don't know if that's a regular thing for them. I think so. If if that's the case, first of all, why? And second of all, who are they going to be ma- matched up with if they're doing camp with another team? That is the Giants. I remember playing when I played football. I remember I remember going to a camp where um, we played and we did some scrimmages, um, scrimmage plays with other teams in our division, and it was fucking brutal. And it was it was hot. Everyone was pissed. Everyone was cranky. It was everyone was hitting everyone. Yeah, I remember those camps are not they're no joke, man. You can get fucked up pretty bad. They're saying the past best brawls you had. Jets Redskins last year. Then you had Rams Chargers 2017. Patriots Bears 2016. Cowboys Rams 2015. Texans Redskins 2015. That was on Hard Knocks too. 
That's when they I think that's nuts. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that is the one you're talking about. And then Cowboys Raiders again in 2014. So the Cowboys are known for it. I heard I heard the Rams a lot. Yeah, the Rams. Rams twice. Redskins twice. I think. Yeah. So. Well, regardless, I mean, uh, re- regardless, um, Zeke, Jason Garrett is anticipating Zeke to go into camp. There's still no word on a, an official holdout, but uh, he was cleared to play. He's not suspended or anything, but there's still the charges are still pending. What about the whole Tyreek Hill not being suspended? Yeah, I have that on here too. Um, Tyreek Hill is is just he's just cleared, which raises the bar on his on his status as a wide receiver in also terms of fantasy too. Lowers the bar on Roger Goodell's fucking stupidity. Right. Right. I mean, he should have something, but I mean, I think that I think the Chiefs had I think it, the Chiefs being the Chiefs had something to do with it. I don't, I still I this still baffles me. Like Tyreek Hill gets away with that threatening what he threatened his child and hit his wife. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Ray Rice did the same exact thing, got suspended and pretty much banned from the NFL. And he was a stud running back. Don't say that name so loudly, bro. My God. We only played against this fucking guy in high school. I know. Yeah, I know. So. It just baffles me. Shit yeah, like that. Well. I mean, it, I mean, the Ray, Ray Rice thing baffled me originally. But, um... It's just a new. It's a new age. I mean, it, the NFL changed so much with with that shit because it was. It just got so frequent. Ray Rice was kind of like the pinnacle of it, really. Yep. So I mean, since then, you know, domestic abuse in the NFL has become so. Uh, common. Common. Yeah. I Stupid. mean, it's it's changed so much. You know. That's why I just. I think people get all this money and they think they're. Very powerful, and they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, no, it's it's silly. But you know what? This, shit like this has probably been happening a really long time. Yeah, it just wasn't officially. No one was really coming out with anything until recently. It's I, I'm assuming. You know, it's been going on for a while. So, uh, this, this can't be just a new age thing. No, you know? definitely not. Kareem Hunt begins camp. Injured for the Brownies. Well, he's got six games to rest, so what does it matter? Right. So, um, but he is in camp injured. Apparently, injured his groin. Do you draft him? Um, yeah. If he's available in the later rounds and you're already set, you know, he'd be a good plug-in later on. But uh, he's more of a handcuff, I think. Like, if you have, like, if you have, um... Chubb? If you have Nick Chubb, then you're drafting Kareem Hunt later on. I, yeah. I just I wouldn't draft him early. He's not an early running back. So, um, Melvin Gordon holding out is officially holding out. That's official. He is not reporting to camp. And what what they say? What what the did the Chargers, Chargers aren't, say? aren't giving in to his holdout? They're not giving in at all. So it's freaking huge. He's screwed. They could, that, they could trade him. What does that do for fantasy? It's like dealing with the whole Le'Veon Bell situation. Right. Do you draft him or do you not draft him? Well, Le'Veon Bell was a little different because Le'Veon Bell was like, he was like first overall pick, second overall pick. Well, Melvin Gordon could be 
fifth or sixth. Yeah, still, that's the first round pick. Does it drop him? I I think it should. I think it drops him. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We got a couple more weeks before we start doing fantasy drafts. So yeah, he he might be holding out. He might just hold out for like the first week of camp, and then and then come back. I don't know. But it is it is official. He is not originally reporting to camp for a contract holdout. Heinz Ward. You told me this off air. Yeah. You told me this before we started. Shocked the shit out of me. Heinz Ward is a Jet. He's a coach intern for the Jets. What a wonder the AAF made. Heinz Ward was such a big influence on the AAF. Then they took a shit. Now Heinz Ward has to... Get another job? Has to go... Just to wear green now? (laughs) Oh, well. Feels so bad. Whatever. Yeah. That's really it. I don't... Good for him. That's about it. I have no opinion on it. I mean... All I want to say is just fuck the Jets. It's good that he all right, it's good that he's doing his thing and he got a job and stuff and he's coaching. You know, he's doing what he wants to do, but the Jets though. Fuck him. The Jets though, man. Fucking the goddamn Jets. Yes. Who's <laughs> gonna win this game? The goddamn Jets. The goddamn Jets. Um there's more NFL stuff. Once the camps open up, I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be injuries. There's always injuries, so um, we'll get more into the NFL once it gets closer. But let me or A Rod know. You can find me on Instagram at uh, mass underscore uh, Motor Nation, and you can find A Rod on Instagram at a underscore a underscore Rod with two D's with two D's. <laughs> um. You can also find us on Facebook, Mass Podcasts, um, and you can find Mass Podcast on Instagram at Mass Podcast. So look us up. Um, you can always leave us some questions and stuff, but inquire within about our fantasy football leagues. We are really going to start pushing to fill those leagues up. So um, we also have a suicide pool going on too. So we'll have all the information for you. So get in contact with me or A Rod, and we'll be good to go, man. Yeah, don't miss out. Okay, I think it's time. Um, or you want to talk about high tour lanes before we get into this? No, let's keep going. Yeah, we'll, you can wait. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Um. So raw reunion just passed. Um. It was okay. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't what I expected. It could have been better. Yeah, it could have been better. I, but I also heard, uh, I heard on the grapevine that there was a huge backstage issue. WWE, because of the Raw reunion, they fired, they fired a lot of the head writers. Why? Because of how they were booked originally. Like they were, they booked all these old timers to come back, and they actually had a lot of plans for some of these old timers to take bumps. And there was such a huge confusion backstage because they weren't medically cleared. That they had to rewrite the whole show, pretty much last minute. I mean, this, this is all this is all what I heard. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know the extent of it, but uh, I heard they fired a bunch of writers. Well, that sucks for being idiots, not knowing your job, how like how to do your job, and not who's medically cleared and not. I mean, I kind of, I kind of like. I you can kind of see it when you watched it because like you had like you had it was pretty sloppy. Yeah, it was. You know. Um, I was really upset that Stone Cold didn't stun anyone. I was I was hoping for it all night. I kind of when he came out and he invited everyone to the ring, 
I was kind of expecting at least one or two stunners. Stunning everybody. You know? I was, like hoping, he was, Shane, so, I was hoping Shane came out in this next scene now. Yeah, there was no McMahon in that show. Not really. I really thought the show was going to open with Vince. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought it was going to open with Vince or Shane or Stephanie. You one know, of the, one of those we haven't idiots. seen Stephanie in a while. Good. I don't know what's going on. I'm glad. I like her, though. I like Stephanie. I just hate her voice. I'd rather see her than Shane right now. The best in the world. No, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. No thanks. It's still a cool gimmick, but don't really overdo is. it. Don't overdo it, though. Um, I thought it was random that you had Rikishi come out, and then Devon, Devon Dudley, not even Bubba. No, Bubba declined. That's why. Oh, it was just Devon and Devon's mm. like uh, I guess a coach at the performance center, so he's part of WWE anyway. Oh well, all right. That's why he was there. I think the best part of the reunion was the the twenty four seven title. It was pretty hilarious. It was hilarious. It was pretty good. I like how they... Well, you had the Million Dollar Man buy the the belt. Because that's the only way it could change hands from a, a, a female to a male. Well, yeah. I mean, we've discussed it. But, like, they don't want WWE to toe that line. You know, they, they're right on that, like, domestic line there. Yeah. But, I mean... I mean, it was good how they did it. And it was cool to see Ted DiBiase in there. You know... It's really, good. yeah. I thought it. Was, I thought it was how how the twenty four seven title went around everything. Kelly Kelly, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, Kelly Kelly. Yep, it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was good. It's good to see Blaze looking to throw away a title belt as per the old days. Sounds about right. Yeah. So that was that was that was pretty interesting. So, um, Stone Cold. I I I liked him. I liked what he said. You know, I liked I liked the time that he had in the Briscoe ring. doing the legal shit. Yeah, <laughs> that was really cool. Um, him and Hulk Hogan doing the podcast, drinking beer, beer, drinking beer, then eating sushi, drinking beer, and eating sushi. Yeah, um, yeah. No, that was that was pretty cool. That yeah, the Gerald Briscoe thing. I expected nothing less. You know, uh, it was. I didn't hate. I didn't hate it. But it also, it was obvious to me, as a wrestling fan who's watched it for so long, who understands who understands the show and how it's run, it was obviously a little sloppy. Oh, 100%. And I think it was because of the, the rewrites. There was a couple people that, that I enjoyed seeing were uh, RVD. Oh, yeah, that was cool, yeah. And then the Hurricane. Yep, that was really cool, Shane man. Holmes. That was really cool. I mean, I kind of expected the hurricane there because he was there for the Rumble. But that also, you had the appearance of Eric Bischoff. Yes, finally. Yes. Yeah, good. But he's going to be working SmackDown. Yeah, you try to get somebody to come over to SmackDown. Yeah. So, not good for Bischoff. It was... Uh, like, it I was the whole Alicia Fox thing. I don't like... I never liked her at all. Is she, like, retired or is she still active? I don't know because she was pretty recently... If she retired, it had to be within this year. Yeah, because she, she was she was running around with off she was running around with Alexa Bliss at one point. Yep. Even while she was even while Bliss was injured, then she was talking about her hat at SummerSlam. Like, what is it? You're wrestling or you're not wrestling? I don't get it. I think, uh, and I, I don't know, I don't know, and yeah, she. I saw her on. I saw her on the stage when all the like the veterans came out, and I don't know. It's a little weird. Yeah, I don't know her status. 
Who cares? Who cares? I I don't like her anyway. Um, the DX thing was okay. So last night on SmackDown, I watched it. Uh, Sean got super kicked by Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I like oh, the man. whole feud between Dolph and The Miz. So do I. I mean, I hated The Miz at first, but. He when he was heel and he was such a great heel, so I really he did his job. The Miz yeah. was he's one of the best heels to ever be and there. Now him as a face, I mean I like him, but I don't know. I just he does his job well, so I really and he's good in the ring. Like him, period. He's he's he has a lot of ring awareness, so I think he's good in the ring too. So I don't know. I I overall he's one of my favorites because just because of who he is, how he plays the character, he does really well at his job. Yep. He knows what the fuck he's doing, so. And I think he would be one of those superstars that would make an excellent transition to the Attitude Era sequel that's happening. So yeah, I don't know, uh, but I mean, SmackDown could be either really good though because you can fit a lot in a two-hour show. Yeah, there's only so much you can fit. Right. So right. it's got to figure out what to do because that main event was literally five minutes. Um, is SmackDown going to be extended when they go to Fox? I think so. Like I think, Raw? It, I think it'll be three hours. I think it should be. Let me do some research. Because SmackDown's a good SmackDown is a good show. It is a good. It could so, be a good show. It should. It's just really short because the time constraints. It's just really short. I, I hope they extend it on Fox, but it's a WWE man. Nope. SmackDown will remain two hours on Fox. Oh, shit. Yep. That's rough. They should do what Raw does. I don't know why they don't... Well, the only thing I like about Raw, though, it's three, I don't care if it's three hours, but I feel like there's a ton of commercials. There's a ton of there's a ton of commercials, and there's hours. a ton of filler. Yeah. Because it's three hours. SmackDown, Smackdown is right to the fucking point. But almost so, every show. Supposedly, they're going to bring NXT to Fox Sports 1. Oh. I don't know how to feel about that. That'll so. prob- that'll, that'll, that'll damage the matches. Yeah. I don't know how I've I don't know how I'd feel about that. But you know you never know until they're there, so. Yeah. But it's going to be on it's on Fox Sports 1. It can't be it can't be that much different. I don't think it'll be that much different cuz it's Fox. They Fox is grittier than, than USA. Absolutely. So. I don't know, we'll see. I am obsessed right now with the fact that Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor have a match at SummerSlam again. Again, but it's going to be even better this time. I just hope... Now, does it come as the demon? Yeah, the demon versus the fiend. It's a great match. But Finn's going to lose, because he's requesting two months off. Yeah, and um, what a way to go... Like, if like if the demon... Like, maybe this is a way that they're going to get rid of the demon aspect. Like, the demon loses, and he just dies out. I hope not, because he should... Be the demon more often. I just, I just really pray they don't, they don't go all supernatural on this match like they did with Bray Wyatt, with Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton at WrestleMania a couple years ago. Yep, I remember that. That was such a bad match, and they, that's only because they tried to get all supernatural and crazy light show with it. You know, I don't know. That was rough. It was a little rough. I hope they don't do that. But I like, I love Bray Wyatt, so well, I'm a little obsessed. So, yeah, the reunion show was good. But it was also bad. Yeah. It had it had its moments. It was okay, but it wasn't okay. I don't really know how to explain it. It was neutral. So. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. 
I'm so upset there wasn't a stunner, man. That just really... It, well, you, got really one on, you got one on SmackDown. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I have um, 20 questions uh, for every wrestling fan, uh, and they're WWE questions. Um, so there's, there's 20 of them, so let's get started. Uh, number one, who is your favorite current superstar? Current superstar. Yeah, mine's, mine right now is Bray Wyatt, only because of what's going on. But like, overall, I'm I'm a big Seth Rollins guy. I'm not. I like Seth. I'm not. I mean, he's he's good. He's all right. Go favorite male and favorite female. Do that. Well, no, no. Oh, okay. There's... Okay, so yeah, I would say Seth. But I like the Miz. Braun so. Braun Strowman is oh, yeah. is close too. Definitely. It's tough. They underutilize Braun so much. It's so bad. But like, he should have di- been champion. It could be different under Paul Heyman. So that's very true. That's 100 percent accurate. So. Uh, number two, your favorite superstar of all time. This one's Ooh. easy. Stone Cold. Definitely Stone Cold. Stone Cold's my favorite all time. Or wrestler. The Rock. I was I I, loved, I was a Rock I, fan. I like The Rock, but I wasn't really a crazy fan of The Rock. Uh, we'll say wrestler Stone Cold, more promo wise The Rock. Oh yeah, though that's a hundred percent. Although Stone Cold was pretty good at promos. He was too. good at promos. I think yeah. John three sixteen. Fuck John three sixteen. Austin three sixteen. And I that's just the your bottom ass. line. Cause Stone Cold said so. Yeah. Yeah. I um, yeah. Stone Cold I think is number one for me. I think I would go Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, would be my top three. Okay. Um, who's your favorite current diva? Hmm. Hmm. Mine's simple. Here's Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, hundred percent. That, that's my that's my girl. Um, I mean, I like Becky Lynch. Yeah, r- wait, well, yeah, right now, yeah. Well, not even I don't, not even right now. A couple months ago, yeah. I don't like her and the whole her and Seth thing. I know they're together in real life, but they're playing it off weird. Yeah. On the show. I like Becky Lynch though. How about Charlotte? I hate Charlotte. <laughs> I hate Charlotte so much. <laughs> Okay. I cannot stand her. Oh, my God. All right. Number four, uh, who was your favorite diva of all time? Lita. That's a good one. That is a good one. I want to say Trish Stratus. But? I didn't like... There's a certain point where I just didn't like her, though. What about AJ Lee? Interesting. Wow, that's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one. You could go Paige. Like Paige was great when she was... Well, yeah. She didn't. She wasn't around a long time, though. I don't know. Uh, number five. WrestleMania or SummerSlam, and why? Uh, WrestleMania, because it's the biggest event of any sports entertainment, period. That's it. Nice. Um, I don't really care. I mean, they're, they're both... They're both huge. They're both huge. SummerSlam's kind of like the all-star game of wrestling. Yeah. I w- I've been to SummerSlam. Oh, you were at a SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, I went to the one where it was Finn versus Bray. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember you, I remember you going to that, yeah. And that oh, was yeah. that, that okay. fatal four-way for the title with Braun, Brock, I think Roman, and somebody else. Um, somebody else. I don't remember. That's when they put Brock through the, like three all three tables. And the next thing you know, he still wins the match somehow. But it was still good though. But I would love to go to WrestleMania because it's literally the biggest event. 
WrestleMania, sports history. WrestleMania has everything. It does. Um, WrestleMania was the first, the first TLC matches and stuff too. The first Money in the Bank. WrestleMania also had the greatest match of all time between The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Yes. I think it was at 21. WrestleMania 21. Like um, SummerSlam's, SummerSlam's good, though, because SummerSlam introduces so much stuff. Because that's what... Yeah, but you also have WrestleMania puts... Like, that's what everybody puts on their best show. Yeah, because everyone wants their WrestleMania moment. You don't hear a lot about SummerSlam moments. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Number six... Uh, do you have the WWE Network? Yes, I do. Yes. And that's about it. That's it. Ten bucks a month. That's actually not that bad. No, it's nine nine ninety nine. Fuck no. I'll no, that's it's a great price for it. Great bargain. Some people mooch off my network though, so it's a little wonky sometimes. So I change your password. Number seven, uh what is your favorite title belt of all time? Hmm. That's a good one. That's a good one. The hardcore title. Oh yeah, because that yeah. it was literally just one of the greatest. That was the one that was shattered, right? Yes. Yeah, and literally it could happen anywhere. It was like a twenty four seven title. That's when Mick Foley right. brought it out. I thought I thought that's just what they were introducing is a hard another hardcore title. That's basically what it is. Yeah, except they don't really use weapons a lot. No, twenty four seven title. That's why should. it's a different era now. So hopefully they could, but. The hardcore title, you could literally use anything, anywhere, anytime. It was great. It that was, was and it was tremendous. A, the belt. I mean, the question's asking what's your favorite title belt. The hardcore, hardcore, the, title? the hardcore title. Um, mine. I mean, mine would be the Attitude Era Championship, the circle one. Because nothing looked better when The Rock was the champion, and he just fucking like came out with the belt and just kind of whipped it when he put his arm up yep. on the rope. Same with Stone Cold when he, like, raised his arm up and the title in his hand. Like, that belt, it just... That was, like, the... I don't know, it just, it looked... It was, like, the WCW belt, that one? No, no, the circle one. The the, the Attitude Era one. I forgot the years. It was the long time one. It was okay. before, it was before the when the WCW... Okay. It was when the WCW yeah, was yeah, still yeah. a WCW. Saw, like, the blue on it. Like, the blue eagle, whatever. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I think so, right? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, where am I on? Number eight. What's your favorite current title belt? Uh, uh, none of them? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I don't really care for the belt. I mean... I, I don't mind the smack... I don't, I don't mind the tag titles. Because the, the tag team division is actually not bad. So no. They're, they're actually entertaining the watch. They're utilized... They're underutilized a lot, Absolutely. Though. Um, I just wish they were a different color. The WWE Championship belt uh, is is good. I mean, because you kind of all the other belts are kind of based off it. They're kind of based off that one. Like uh, the Universal Title is cool because it's red, which is yeah. you know it's pretty cool. Then you got the the women's belts are pretty much based on them too, except they have the the, the, the white straps. The IC and, titles white, right? I don't I don't, I, I don't like the IC title. I just wish they uh, the United States use titles the, use the tag titles more. Yeah, they should. They should use the whole division more, but whatever. Number nine, your least favorite superstar of all time. Uh, ooh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, that's a good one. I don't really. I mean, I've hated a lot of superstars. Me too. Like the big, like the most, like all right. Let me let me like change this. Like what's like what's a popular superstar that everyone seems to like that you just don't like? 
of all time? Because hmm. I have, because I have an answer for that one. Well, what's, what's your answer? Uh, mine's Hulk Hogan. Okay. I just don't like Hulk Hogan. I never did. I never got into his character. I never. His music doesn't like his his music's so iconic. But for me, when it hits, I just I don't give a shit. I don't know. That's a good question. I really can't think of one. Um, I not a big Hulk Hogan guy. Anyway, right now I can't stand Shane McMahon. I can't fucking stand the guy. I never got into Big Show. Yeah, he was one I I never really cared for. Really, I don't know. I really I could because I'm like I'm thinking of people and I, I like this guy or that guy. I just can't think of somebody I don't like. Okay, well let's let's go to number ten then. What's your who's your least favorite current superstar? Bobby Lashley, the botch machine. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. I yeah. can't stand Bobby Lashley. The worst. Yeah, or, I'd go with that. Or Jinder too. Mahal. I can't stand Jinder Mahal. Mm. I mean, he plays a he plays he a good, actually, good villain, but he's fucking annoying. When he was champion, he actually had some decent matches. He did. He kind of shocked me a little bit, but he's the worst. He is. He's fucking bad too. Yeah. No, I can't stand that either. Number eleven. Um, your favorite WrestleMania moment. Uh, the. Hmm. I like the whole 2015, I think it was 2015, the Seth-Randy Orton match. When Seth okay. went for the stomp and pushes him up and catches him in the ar- middle of the RKO. Yeah. That was the sickest thing I've ever seen. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was. Or like that, I think it was that same year, they had that, uh, the ladder match of the IC title. When Harper powerbombed freaking Dean Ambrose through the, the ladder. That was pretty sick too, yeah. I think that whole WrestleMania was fucking fantastic. Yeah. And that's when you had Sting versus Triple H. That match was okay. Yeah. You know, for what it was. But it was just cool because you had DX come out and you had NWO to come out. Right, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Then you had the whole Ronda and Rock. And Triple H oh, and yeah, Stephanie. that's right. Yeah, so Ronda the, got introduced in With the over, over 3,000 shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Then that's when Seth catches Money Bank. Your favorite... That, that was your favorite moment when you cashed in? Uh... What's well, like a specific moment. Because that was a good WrestleMania overall. When the Hardy Boys came back in Orlando. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was that's a good one. insane. That's a good one because it was recent, too. I've yeah. never seen a pop like that. Oh, man. my God. Ridiculous. That was the most insane pop. Everyone in, everyone at home, too. No one knew about Every, it either. Everybody thought that the New Day were to insert themselves in the match because they were walking towards the stage. Like, you know, the music hits. and dun, 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 Yeah. Dun, dun. You know what? It was fucking good. I watched a thing on that, and no one knew that it was going to happen. None of the superstars con- knew either. I knew their contracts was expiring, but I didn't know they were. I thought they were going to debut on Raw. No man, they they went full out. Their, man. their that contract was, that was expired good... that Saturday, and they signed that Sunday. Yeah, none of the super they they snuck them in. Yep. They didn't see any any superstars. They hid in a trailer mm-hmm. before the match. It yeah. was pretty sick. Um. My I don't know my my favorite my favorite moment would probably be uh, shit. I like the underdog moments. Yeah, I like that. My favorite match from WrestleMania is um, Sean and Undertaker twenty one. That match was unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
Um, number 12, uh, you, your favorite era. Attitude era. Attitude, attitude era. That's no question. 13, favorite match of this year so far. Ooh. Hmm. That, that's a tough one because there, so there were some good matches. What were some good matches at WrestleMania though? I'm trying to think. Not Seth Brock. No, I didn't. I didn't. Mm, nah. Kofi Kingston. Yes, Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan. That's that was a good. At well, mm, oh, it sucks. That was kind of that was technically last year, right? No, it's this year. No, I'm no. Oh. Um, the uh, the Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. With Kofi Kingston, it was Kofi Kingston and uh, Daniel Bryan, the last two, and they just fucking destroyed that chamber. Yep. That was so good. That was a great match. Um, it's technically last year, but I'd go with that one. That, I that was that. so good. Number 14, your favorite piece of merch that you own, if any? I had a Seth Rollins burned down shirt. Nice. Uh, I have a I have a Bray Wyatt, Era of Wyatt oh. shirt. Oh, no. Not this one. Lindsay bought me this one. It's a Chris Jericho, you just made the list shirt. Oh, is it? Well, yes. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, or, or like, no, I think that, or you're a stupid idiot, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. I have it. <laughs> Um, I also have a, a Natalia Natty Cat shirt that I wear sometimes. Oh, of course That's you a do. good one. Of course. Um, 15, what's your favorite faction of all time? That's a tough one, man. That's a tough one because there was a lot oh, of good yeah, factions. Yeah, 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 yeah. My favorite heel faction of all time is Evolution. That's with? Batista, Batista. Randy Orton, Triple H, and Ric Flair. Four of my four of my favorite one four of my up there favorite wrestlers. I mean, you can never go wrong with like DX, NWO, NWO is a good one. Yeah, or like uh, oh my god, I was playing the music last week. Brood. Oh yeah, yeah, the Brood. Yeah, Edge Christian Gangrel. Gangrel yeah. Um. Um. What's what's well, I, the, I like what's the new the, day. I can you can never. Go, I hated the new day at first. Yeah, Actually, the new the new they days. They're great. just so entertaining. They're so great together. Yeah. Uh, uh, sixteen. I don't understand. Do you like the current WWE WHC? I don't know what that means. Me either. Seventeen. Do you think the Divas should have more titles? Um. I mean, they no. have they have the tag titles no, and they have the women's title. Not well. I feel like some only certain like a handful of women superstars can put on a good match. Yeah, but the, I mean, the it's women just, sometimes I it's like painful to watch sometimes. But you got to think like like the Attitude Era and even the the Ruthless Aggression Era and even the P like the beginning of the PG Era, there wasn't a lot of good divas. Now. There's more talent, and there's more talent in the women's division than ever before right now. Um, I think this question's kind of more like: Should there be like intercontinental U.S. T- like style championship, like a secondary singles championship? I mean, yeah, that would inc- like that would include them more, so it wouldn't be bad. No, it wouldn't be bad, but is there is that too many titles for that division? Because that division, it's it's not a huge division, but it, it is a good chance to get. More, women who aren't on TV women. who deserve it. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. I mean, there should be more opportunities. Well, like other superstars who should get a title shot, but all of them 
are overshadowed by all the big name ones. Correct. Like a Dana Brooke or like Yeah. Right. Asuka. Yeah. Like so underutilized, it's ridiculous. Uh what's your favorite finisher? Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah, that's of all time. I give Nala the stunner all the time. <laughs> yeah, because it, it was out of nowhere. I I love the rock bottom because that was another yeah. one that was but, just no. There's, out of, one, there's you know. another one too. It's hands one of the best is the RKO. Oh yeah, because I out said the because I said the words out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah, because that is the definition of out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. I think the R, it is such a simple move too. And he, but he, he I think literally it was, pulls it out of his fucking ass. Yeah, and it was it's Randy nowhere. Orton who made that so popular. The RKO. That's a good one. The greatest one of the the greatest one I've ever seen is. The Evan Bourne back the four fifty splash. No, the gainer off the top rope into the oh RKO. yeah, unfucking believable. Like the that were like the sweet chin music. Swanton bomb. When that sweet chin music. Oh, the, yeah, the, the one, sweet the sweet chin music was good. The you, tombstone, the one he did on Shelton Benjamin, jumping off the rope. Yes, man. Fuck. Oh. oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Tombstones up there. Definitely, it's up there. But if it's done, if it's done on Shane McMahon, yeah. <laughs> um, number nineteen, your favorite stipulation, like match stipulation. False count anywhere. Really? Uh, I mean, I mean that's a good one, but I I like the ones that include weapons. Anything. Full, yeah. Yeah, like the hard, like you know, like the hardcore matches. Yeah. Hell in a Cell was always good, but it, it kind of got stale. Um, the Elimination Chamber was good. Yeah, I like the Elimination Chamber. Um, the War Rumble. Yeah, let me get over wrong. The Royal the, Rumble. The Royal Rumble is just it's just that's technically a stipulation. Favorite pay per view Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble is my favorite pay per view of all time. I like Money in the Bank because anything could happen. Money in the Bank's good. Um, it's just it's not as grand. I feel like I feel like the the three major pay per views: WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble. Yeah, and Survivor Survivor Series is a good one too. Like Raw, Raw vs SmackDown. Yeah, it's kind of weird now though because be, the whole. It'll be good this year though. Yeah, but the superstars are mixed. No, you know? they're not supposed to be mixed, but they're not supposed yeah. to be. But I don't even know who's on Raw or SmackDown anymore. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. This is the the stupid wild card rule. Um. Uh, there's a bonus question on here. Uh, it's, have you met any superstars or divas? And if you have, who have you met? I've not met one, but I've, I was standing right next to one. I didn't go up to him. It was Daniel Bryan. Oh, really? He was on my flight back from uh, Phoenix. You know, I had a connecting flight from Reno. Well, I was bowling, I went there for bowling. We had a connecting flight in Phoenix. And on when the was home. that? This was a couple years ago. This is when they had that pay-per-view in Jersey. It was uh, no no mercy, whatever it was, no something. It was, I forgot what it was. Ooh, that's it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Daniel Bryan, that's pretty cool, man. So, um, I met I've met a few superstars. I've met um, I've met Ric Flair. I've met uh the, Jerry the King Lawler, uh, Booker T. Did I did I mention the story on how my mother almost fought Charmel? Sh- uh, Sh- Booker T's wife? No. At an event? No. Okay. Real quick, and then we got to move on. Um, I was at a WWE event. It was kind of like one of those local like high school events. Yeah. But it was really cool because they had like some they had big names like Booker T, the King, um, 
I forgot who else was. I think Goldust was there. I don't remember. But, um, oh, McFoley was there. I met him too. He's a really cool dude. So anyway, so we're online um, to like meet, like a meet and greet online. And uh, some of the bigger superstars, like some of the some of the other ones, like you just, you can kind of just go up and like shake hands, take a picture, whatever, and get an autograph, right? Yeah. But like some of the bigger names, like the King and like Ric Flair, like names like that, you kind of you ha- there's a fee to kind of like meet them and shit, which makes sense. It makes sense, yeah. But Booker T, for some reason, I guess was like super expensive, and we were online, and Booker T and Charmel were like standing. They were they were maybe like five or six feet away from us, and we were online, and they were behind, on the other side of like this folding table, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were like shaking hands with everyone and stuff. And there was a sign right next to them that said, "If you want an autograph or a picture, it's worth blah blah blah." I don't remember the amount, but it was worth blah 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 money, right? And they had a cashier there right next to the superstars. Not surprised. So my mother, who was online with me, like five or six feet away, was like. Who the fuck are these people think they are charging this much just to shake fucking hands, blah, blah, blah. And Charmel heard her and started going after my mom. Mm. And they were screaming at it to the point where Booker T was holding back Charmel. Okay. And this was before the event. So this was before, like this wasn't after. This was before it all went down. Booker T had to hold back his, his wife, Charmel. To not go out, to jump over the table and fight my mom. Like, my mom, and my mom was, she wasn't backing down. Like, she was, like, in her face, like, leaning over the table. Like, are you fucking, like, they were going at it, bro. And I'm sitting there, you know, I was a kid. You know, I was was sitting there, like, oh, my God, like, this is fucking happening. Like, I'm sitting, like, I had, like, my shirt on. Like, I had my Hardy Boy shit on. Like, I was, like, a young wrestling fan. Like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on right now? Like, it was really cool. It's about to go down. It fucking almost did. And to the point where, like, security had to, like, pull us off the line and, like, oh, man, it was it was something else, man. It was a lot of fun. Anyway, so I met Booker T. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I met I met a bunch of superstars. Like, I, I met I met Stone Cold and I, I never met The Rock, but I met Stone Cold and Kane. Glenn, um, uh, Glenn Jacobs. I met him. Um, uh, a couple divas. Not any. Not anyone. Cra- I never met Trish. I would kill to meet Alexa Bliss. We play Fortnite with Buddy Murphy. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's that. Twenty. Just pretty good questions, though. Pretty yeah. good, pretty good oh, WWE update questions. One of them with my great favorite match of all time. Uh, Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Oh, oh, that's that's a fucking classic. What? That's a classic. Yep, I don't know how we forgot about that. Him getting thrown off the top of the cage. Yeah, that's that's a fun. That no was a padding, match, nothing, man. nothing. Yeah, getting carted off with his tooth in his fucking nose. He landed just the right way on that table, man. Thank God, it was great. Then again, put through the top of the cage. Right. Weren't there? There were tacks in that match too. Yes, there were. Oof. Most brutal match I've ever seen. It was the greatest. Um, the Armageddon Hell in a Cell, the six man Hell in a Cell. Rikishi falling off into the truck. Yep, it was pretty good. There was a lot, a lot of good classic moments that you just, you just you can never forget. What about the SummerSlam match with uh, Shane and I think Steve Blackman and Shane falling off? Oh, oh, oh my God! When he fell off the Titantron. Yep, bro, mm-hmm. that was a good SummerSlam. That was one of the best SummerSlams. SummerSlam to like two thousand. Yeah, that was a great SummerSlam too. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Steve Blackman was a fucking animal. What a mm-hmm. name drop. Okay. 
Uh, I have two fan questions. Then we do guilty or not guilty. Yep. And then this day in sports. Yep. And then we get the fuck out of here. Um, my first question is from James, who posted on Facebook. Thanks, James. Longtime listener. Well, Big James, show. just to, you know, make things better, too. You can always call in on the Anchor app and leave us a voice match so we can play it on the air. That's always true, yeah. There is an, there is um, there is a thing on Anchor where you can leave us, like, a voicemail. And we can... Can we play it on the air? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if we'll you want, if you phone. want us to, put us off, play off my phone. You'll hear it through. Yeah. If you want, if you want us to play it, you can. But otherwise, you can leave us voice messages on that too. So whoever's listening, go on the Anchor app, look up, look us up, and then you can leave us some voicemails on there. So we can always answer it that way. But you can always ask us questions on Facebook and Instagram too, and we're always raring to go. Uh, so James, um, who's been on the show, James Sheridan. The Yankees have scored 100 games in a row this season, which is pretty fucking crazy. It really is. 182 regular season games dating back to last year, 187 including the playoffs. Can they make it all the way through to 162 this season? Uh, Could they make it to the end of the season without getting shut out? out? The the, First of all, the odds of that are astronomical odds. I'm saying no. I don't it, think they make it. Well, the, the way season. they're going right now, it seems like it, but... That's the thing. This lineup this lineup is one of the craziest lineups that they've had because there are so many injuries, and but they're so reliant on the long ball. They're, they're bound to run into like a buzzsaw on like their worst day. Yeah, they. every team has a bad day where they can't just... Nothing seems to click. Every, like... Even though, the, even though they lose some games, they're still scoring in those games. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think I. I don't think the it's astronomical odds that they make it the whole season with without getting shut out. But it's not out of the realm of this team for it to happen. So well, no, we'll, I guess we'll see because it's it's possible the way they're going. Yeah, it's 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 not it's not crazy to think about because we are deep into the season. So yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's hard to it's hard to say that they do though. But we don't tell the future. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately for my bank account, I can't tell the future. Well, if we could so. tell the future, you would have a blonde beard right now. <laughs> wow. If I could tell the future, I probably would have never made that fucking bet. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing when you go like 270. Because you'd be shitting your pants right now. 266, though. That's rough. Yep. And it keeps declining. Decline, yeah. It declined right in front of my face yesterday. Yep. Uh, the second question I have is from a longtime listener, Chris. Um, he asked. He asked a question last week too. I forgot what it was, but uh, he asked, "Who would win in a fight between you and me?" Well, I'll let you answer that question. It's definitely A Rod. Okay. No, it's definitely A Rod. A Rod would whoop my ass. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not much of a fighter either. I'm not either. But like, I'm not. I'm, I'm not a fighter. I'm not, I'm not the type of guy where like you push me to my limit. Or like I'm like the silent type, but you push me to my limit, it's fucking going down. Yeah, but I'll, I I'll kill somebody. I'm all, I, but I I'm not a fighter either. But I'm the same way. But um, if I'm backed into a corner or some shit, I don't I don't really fight, but I will go crazy. Yeah, like it's not really much of a fight. It's just me flailing around, mm-hmm. just hitting whatever I can hit. I feel like I feel like you'd be more. I feel like you're more powerful. 
Like if your if your hits land, I'm in trouble. If my hits land, I'd have to land a couple more hits to nah, get to that I, level. I well, I don't know. You are stronger than I am, well, but you're not like. We're like the same size almost. Yeah, like a so. while back, this was going on like I forgot how old I was. I was at like some party, and some kid trying to like tackle me to the ground. And that's why I was like, I was out of high school, but I still know I still do wrestling because I've been wrestling for fucking ever. I like grabbed him by his head, had his under like overhooked his left arm, and I just kicked out his back leg and just dropped him on the floor and just walked away. I was like, all right, I'm, not, I'm done with you. That's it. Well, you're an idiot. I mean, I haven't been... To, I've been in a few fights in my lifetime, but... Um, and I've done well in the fights. I just don't remember, like, nothing crazy happening in the fights. Yeah. If worse comes to worse, A-Rod, A-Rod, A-Rod's kicking my ass if worse comes to worse. Well, you said it, not me, so... <laughs> <laughs> but you agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. agree. I'm okay with it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm a lover. But we're not going to fight each other anyway, so... It would matter. never happen, but... Yeah, A-Rod would destroy me. Uh, okay. Yeah. Then we go, what's next? On the Zane Sports? Guilty or not guilty? Guilty or not guilty. Do you um, have one? Or you want me to go first? Because sure. I, have a, go I first. have a decent one. Go first. Um, UFC 240 is this Saturday. Oh. Um, I have... Um, it's Cyborg versus the Phenom Felicia Spencer. Undefeated, right? She's undefeated. She's 7-0. Um, she's a good fighter. Um, she's uh, She's more of a... She's a submissive fighter. Like, she can get you in a good submission. I don't think Cy- Cyborg's not a submission fighter. She's at, a standard to, fighter. At all. Um, I think if Felicia gets her down, um, it's, 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 it's going to be tough. Cyborg's a tough fighter, but if Cyborg wins, she's definitely, we're definitely going to see Cyborg versus Nunez, too. My guilty or not guilty is that Felicia Spencer beats Cyborg for the title. But she beats Cyborg? I think... I think, I think the phenom beats Cyborg. Yes, I see it because she took all this time off after getting knocked the fuck out by Amanda Nunez. Yeah, and ring rust comes into play. We all know what happens when a a brilliant fighter gets knocked out. The next fight, you look like shit. Exactly, Ronda Rousey. Yep, that's where I was going with that. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Hands down, agree with that. Follow up. The championship bout between is between Max Holloway and Frankie Edgar. Ooh, I like Frankie Edgar. I like Frankie Edgar too, but Holloway wins. Holloway retains. I'll I'll say. I'll say Edgar in decision because he likes, and that goes that goes five rounds. Full five rounds. Full five rounds. I don't I don't think it's going to be first round. It's going all five rounds because I think he has the most time spent in an octagon. Right, Edgar. right. Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Yeah. From New Jersey. Yep. I don't, I don't know. Max Holloway, though, he's another one. He's a, he's a, he's not a sprinter. He's, you know, he's a marathon runner of a, of a fighter. So I can agree with that it goes full five. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think, I think Holloway is just, he's more, Edgar's good, at, he's good in the octagon, but I think Holloway is more technical. In the octagon, it'll be a good, a good fight. It's gonna be a good fight. Um, possible fight of the year candidate, in my because they're both pretty good, evenly matched. I mean, their records. I think Holloway is twenty, twenty six and two or something like that, and Edgar and Edgar's like twenty four and six or Some, something like that. Something absurd. I don't know, but um, they're good fighters, and but I just, I don't I think I think Holloway retains. 
it, I can I most likely go on full five though. <coughs> no, yeah. And my guilty or not guilty is well, I'm gonna, it's like a two part. Like uh, Bumgarner stays in San Francisco, and Syndergaard and Wheeler both get traded. Okay. Uh, well... It's hard, it's hard to say guilty on the Wheeler and Syndergaard, both of them getting traded. Yep. Because um, there's also a possibility that the Mets just hang on to Wheeler. I think guilty that Syndergaard will be on the block more than Wheeler would. Um, He's the number one trade target. Madison Bumgarner, it all depends on the like what we talked about before. It all depends on the general manager and what he wants to do because the Giants are so fucking hot right now. But Bumgarner is also a huge. They would get a huge at. They would get actually. You know what? I'm gonna say not guilty on Bumgarner. I think he does get moved because I think what I would do is I would use the fact that the Giants are red hot and Bumgarner's pitching well. Use that to up the ante in the trade value. Okay. That would be that would be the move I would make. I would make sure that everyone knows that hey, so close to the trade deadline and his name has been mentioned so many times, he's playing to get traded. He wants to be traded, which I don't know if he does, but that's what I would go with. You know, let's let's talk serious deal. Yeah. But that could also that could also hinder the deal too. But I'm saying not guilty that he stays. I think bum I think Mad Bum does get traded. The Zach Wheeler and Noah Syndergaard, I'd be shocked if both of them get moved at the same time. I think one of them does go, though. Most likely Cindy. It's not one, it's the other. Yeah, okay. Most likely Cindy. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that works. Now we're going to go with the state of sports, stick with baseball. 1983 was the George Brett Pine Tar game, where he hit a home run against the Yankees. And they said he had too much pine tar on his bat. And he flipped a shit. Oh, my God. Sprinted out of the dugout. Had to be held back. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that video is classic. Yeah. That's a classic uh, That's a classic video. How long ago? What, what year was that? 1983. 36 years ago. Shit, man. Yeah. I remember that. I'm gonna try I, to, I remember watching I'm trying to put uh, that video up on our Instagram. Or our Facebook. <laughs> Yeah, does that's that that's a pretty famous video. He fl- yeah he flips the fuck out. Yep. Yeah, All right, it clears the benches. He fl- he flips out so much. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, I remember videos of it. I wasn't not even close to alive yet, but me either. Alrighty, that was yeah. a pretty good show. That's the end of that. I think I spent probably an hour of the show petting Nala's entire time. Yeah, but she was so good. I know. That's why. <laughs> She was so good this episode. She's loving every second of it, though. Good girl, Nala. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to feed you now. I'm going to go feed her. So, that's the end of the show. Yeah, guys. That's a wrap. We'll see you later, all you mess holes. We'll see you guys next week at the MLB trade deadline. So, And also, training camp starts next week, so it's going to be a very interesting show. Updates like crazy. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I said Instagram ready, so Twitter. Look us up, Mass Podcast, Mad Pos- Mass Podcast One on Twitter, Mass underscore Podcast on Instagram, Mass Podcast on Facebook. Look us up, like us, share us, review us, 
I Let don't know. I don't know what you listen to us on, but we are on Anchor. We are on uh, Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Give us, give us a like, a follow, rate the show, leave some comments. Yes. Inquire within about fantasy football because that's coming up. We are doing two leagues, a $20, $50 league. We're also doing a suicide pool that's worth $20, which has no maximum players allowed. So please, flood the gates. Let's let's get some players Just in do here. it. All right. That's the end of that. We will see you next week, and keep on preaching on.